Well, hello and welcome to this English lesson about plants. I am super excited to be here. I'm sorry for the rough start. Just let me check my audio. Yes, sorry. I'm still getting used to all the new equipment. I should stop talking about that. Anyways, welcome to this English lesson about plants. It is so exciting for me to be able to do this lesson. As I just mentioned, many of you already know this, but I am a farmer. Well, technically, Jen is a farmer and I help her and we grow many, many different types of plants. Plants to me are just amazing things. Um, I just love putting seeds in the ground and then watching them grow. It's just uh, one of the things on this planet that amazes me the most uh, would be plants. Um, but before we get started, a few things. First of all, thanks to Todd and Dave for being here. They will be moderating the chat. They will be sharing a link from time to time that you can use to ask a question. Please use the chat only for English conversations. Um, and if you do uh, want to speak uh, during, in the chat, please use English. Sorry, I'm a little rough this morning, uh, but I will get things going. Um, as you can see, um, let me point the right way. We are talking about plants this morning. Uh, I have a number of slides prepared that I will talk through and then I will take time um, from time to time to answer a few questions. So we're going to talk about plants. Let's get into this. Um, I did want to shout out to all the people who were in the chat before the lesson. It was fun having a little chat with you over there. I hope that you are having a good day. So we're going to talk about plants and probably the best place to start is to talk about seed. Every single plant in the world usually comes from a seed. Now, there are other ways to start plants, but I would say 99.9% .9 of the plants in the world uh, come from a seed. Every single plant that I know that grows at a certain point creates a seed, uh, and that seed can be planted, and that seed will grow into a new version of that plant. I'm pretty sure... Um, I, am I going to point the right way? I'm pretty sure this is wheat, and this is actually a crop that we do grow here uh, in Ontario, Canada. Uh, let's go to the next one, though. Um, a seed, in order to grow, needs to be planted in the ground. So it's kind of funny because a plant, in order to grow, I would need to plant the seed. So we use the word in two different ways. You see that? Um, so you can use it as a verb. Um, I am going to plant a seed in the ground later today. And that plant will grow into a plant. <laughs> Sorry, that was that was a bad explanation. But as you can see, uh, in order for a seed to grow, that seed needs to be planted into the ground. And you can see in this picture, uh, a person is putting seeds into the soil. Um, and so in English, we refer to that as the soil or the ground. So you can plant seeds in the ground. You can plant seeds in the soil, both... Um, uh, both are equally correct in English. You could say, oh, I'm going to put a few seeds in the ground today, or I'm going to plant some seeds in the soil in, the, in my backyard. So uh, when you put a seed in the ground, um, that's its little bed, and that's where it will start its life. Um, anyways, I did want to just notice in the chat, Namus says, the action of planting seeds is just wonderful. Yes, it is probably one of the coolest things. Have I said that too many times? One of the coolest things about planet Earth is the fact that seeds turn into, uh, in some cases, really, really big plants. Um, I'm going to check my audio one more time. Excellent. Um, so 
I'm not going to cover just the simple vocabulary or simple phrases this morning because I know most of you are late beginner, intermediate, maybe a high intermediate English learners. Um, so I'm going to cover words like this as well, germinate. So when a seed is in the ground, when it gets moisture, when it gets in contact with water, eventually it germinates. And generally in English, the word germinate refers to when the first root comes out of the seed. So we always hope, Jen and I, when we plant seeds in the ground, that after we water them, we hope that they germinate. Um, most seeds that we plant do germinate, but sometimes seeds are not in the right conditions and then they don't germinate. So every time we plant seeds, we water them. And then a few days later, we dig up one or two seeds to see if it has germinated. So when a seed germinates, it swells up a little bit as it takes in water and a little root comes out. Um, and you might recognize this because uh, many of you, uh, including myself, like to eat sprouts, uh, bean sprouts, sunflower seed sprouts. Um, sprouts are something that form after a seed gets its first little bit of moisture. Uh, I see Deekshanch in the chat saying they are also called sprouts. Yes, and I have a slide right there, right there for that, Deekshanch. Yes, um, as soon as a seed um, gets a little bit of moisture, it will sprout. Um, and sprouts are something that many people eat because they are highly nutritious. Um, bean sprouts, sunflower seed sprouts, alfalfa seed sprouts, uh, lots of different kinds of sprouts. Um, I am just going to review the basic plant parts quickly. So the root is the portion of the plant that is under the ground. Um, and when, uh, oh, sorry, maybe I got my slides mixed up here. Um, when a plant germinates, and when it sprouts, eventually it will emerge from the ground. So if you have the ground here, eventually seeds will come up. They will emerge from the ground. So I wasn't sure if that was a word that you would know, um, but seeds after they germinate and after they have some time to grow a root and to start to send up their stem, they will emerge from the ground. Uh, and usually a leaf or two will pop out of the plant. This is always a happy day on the farm. When I, um, when my neighbor comes with a big machine like this um, and plants my crop, and then a number of days later, um, when I see all of the small plants emerging from the ground, I'm very, very happy because it's actually quite expensive to be a farmer and to grow plants. Um, we also call tiny, tiny plants seedlings. Um, so when a plant first pops out of the ground, um, for the first week or so, we would call it a seedling. So um, the seed is obviously the small thing that you put in the ground that germinates. But when the plant finally comes up, when it finally emerges, we would call it a seedling. Uh, a seedling, sorry, I mispronounced that. A seedling. Um, Gamze Alpen says, Hi, this topic is very interesting for me because I am a landscape architect. Thank you, Bob. You are welcome very much. Um, so... I think now we're in the section where I'm going to go over some basic plant parts. But before we do that, let me just check uh, to see. Um, let me see here. Um, I'm just going to see if there are questions. So here is our first question. Yes. Um, let me click the right spot. So Deekshanch has the first question. Hello, Bob. I really like trees. I do too, by the way. Trees are just one of my favorite things, uh, especially when you can stand in the shade. Uh, they are one of my favorite things. What trees do you have 
on your farm. Little correction there, Deekshanj. What trees do you have on your farm? Do you have any fruit trees? No, we do not have any fruit trees. Oh, just a sec. Um, so fruit trees require a certain kind of soil. So um, if you drive north of my farm for a little while, there is sandy soil and they grow peaches, they grow apricots, they grow all kinds of fruit. Where I live, the soil is too heavy for fruit trees. We, we could grow an apple tree if we wanted to, but uh, we do not have any fruit trees on the farm. If we did, the two kinds of fruit trees that could grow are apple and pear trees. Those are the only two kind uh, that can grow. Thanks for the question, Deekshanj. Next question from Salah Abid from Saudi. Hello, Mr. Bob, I hope you are fine. I am fine. Uh, what plants does your farm contain other than roses? So we actually don't have roses. <laughs> it's the one crop that we don't grow, but we have peonies, sunflowers, zinnias, lisianthus, and many, many other kinds of flowers. I will do a lesson later in the summer uh, where I will show you um, some of the different kinds of uh, flowers that we have on our farm. Alina, hi teacher Bob, how are you? Please name some garden equipment to plant seeds and take care of a garden, thank you. Well, Alina, I'm not going to do that now. I'll do it later in the lesson, but I will talk about things like um, shovels, spades, wheelbarrows, rakes, and all of those kinds of things. So uh, just wait for it a little bit and uh, I will get to that. We says, good morning, teacher Bob. What kind of plant do you like? I really like peonies. Um, they are one of my favorite flowers. If you watch this past week's video, the thumbnail has me holding up some peonies. Um, so that is probably my favorite flower and favorite plant. Um, uh, Tamer Yalda in the chat says, hi, our tutor. Uh, as natural as an English speaker with your lessons, thanks. You are very welcome. Um, I try my best uh, to uh, speak clearly all the time. Lolly Lolly has the next question and then we'll get back to the lesson. Bonjour, Bob. Do you have a vegetable garden and an orchard on your farm? Merci beaucoup. So we do not have a vegetable garden. The reason we don't is because we sell our flowers at a farmer's market and the people beside us at market the people who have the booth or stall or stand beside us, there are many names, they sell vegetables. And so we trade, we give them flowers and they give us vegetables. So that's just a little bit easier uh, for us. So that's what we do. We have in the past had a small vegetable garden for our kids to just have fun growing things, but we don't uh, We don't usually do that. Um, Gila, Gila Oltoff says, roses take tarts, make too much work. Roses are a lot of work, yes, and they have thorns on them, right? Um, so I can't point this out to you. I should have labeled this picture, but the stem is the part directly <laughs> over from my finger, not the leaves and not the flower. Um, but I, I am going over the basic plant parts quickly. Leaves or a leaf, so leaf is singular, leaves is plural. Um, everyone is familiar with uh, a plant has leaves. Um, and that is what the sun shines on so that the plants can uh, grow and make energy. Um, before you have a flower, you have a bud and eventually you will have a flower. We also, sorry, I'm going a little fast. Before a plant flowers, you have a bud and then it'll eventually will open and you will have a flower. This is a dahlia, by the way. Dahlias are also a very beautiful flower and we do grow those as well. Um, 
And then we will also call this a bloom. Um, and it's the verb we use as well, right? Eventually plants will bloom. Eventually when a plant has a flower, we say that the plants are blooming. So bloom is the verb we use to describe when a bud turns into a flower. Um, <laughs> that flower is a lot more beautiful than the one I'm trying to make with my hand here. <laughs> um, and then some after they flower will form fruit. Uh, so an apple tree will have blossoms. I should have included a slide with blossoms on it. Blossoms are small flowers, usually on a fruit tree. Um, and then eventually after the plant flowers, it will form fruit. Or if it's a plant like a cucumber plant, it will form uh, a vegetable. Um, we might also call this the fruit of the cucumber plant, but technically it's not a fruit. It is a vegetable. And you'll see that uh, even vegetable plants will go through the process of having small flowers or blooms. Uh, and then that will eventually change and form into uh, a vegetable or fruit. So um, the entire um, field, so if you grow one thing in order to sell it, you call it a crop. So I currently have a crop of soybeans growing in the field. Jen is growing a crop of flowers in one of her beds and another crop in another one. So crop is the general term uh, for something that you grow in large numbers for sure. Um, I'm going to go to the next question uh, from Lila. Hi teacher, what do, what do we call a person who grows flowers? Do you have any plants inside the house and do your kids like farming? And please, why my comments... Why don't my comments appear in the chat? I don't know why they don't appear in the chat, Layla. That's a good question. Maybe you aren't logged in. I'm not sure. Um, anyways, um, a person who grows flowers could be a gardener or a farmer. Um, there are a number of names, but those would be the two most common. Um, we have some plants in the house. We have some house plants. Um, my kids like working for us uh, on the farm sometimes, but sometimes they don't. <laughs> it depends on the day and it depends how hot it is. Um, and our kids don't do a lot of work on the farm. They just help Jen here and there when she needs a hand. Um, let me get to the next question here. Um, oh, uh, I don't know. This is a tough question. From seen from Norway, plant-based diets are gaining popularity or getting popular. Okay, so let me read. Let me read that again. Plant-based diets are gaining in popularity, or you could say plant-based diets are getting popular. Okay. Do you think a child may experience lack of nutrition, no values? Is it child abuse if parents feed him or her merely plants? I think you can eat a vegetarian or vegan diet that is well balanced, um, as long as you are getting all of your nutrients, um, for sure. Um, Next question is from Katya. Hi teacher, thanks for the lesson. I love it so much. Could you tell us please your favorite flower on the farm and your wife's if you please, thanks and have a nice day. So my favorite flower is definitely the peony. Jen's favorite flower might be the peony or the lisianthus. Um, depends if you're talking about the beauty of the flower or the amount of money we can sell it for. <laughs> There's kind of two questions there. Um, let's see here. Um, Dr. Doctor says, bye bye, Bob. See you next time in the chat. See you next time. I'm not sure Sajad is saying your voice is very low. Um, I do have a very low voice, by the way. Um, I'm not sure if you realize that, but um, I'm, I'm actually wondering 
how how low can I make my voice? Pretty low. Sorry, let me get back to the lesson. Um, I got to do one more question and we'll go back to the slides. Niranjan says, hi, Bob. I hope you are doing well. What is the difference between hoe, plow, and plow? So a plow and a plow are the same. A plow is something that you pull behind a tractor in order to turn the soil over. Um, and a hoe is a hand garden tool. And I actually will show you a picture of it uh, in a few minutes. So we'll get there in a little bit. Um, back to the slides. Um, whenever you, um, if you enjoy growing plants, you just say that you grow them, okay? So you could say, oh, I like to grow roses. I like to grow corn. I like to grow watermelons. So whatever it is that you like to, if you like putting the seed in the ground, <laughs> Sorry, Brent's saying that's pretty low. Yeah, I can't sing, but if, if I could sing on key, I would be a bass, I think. Well, maybe not quite. Um, anyways, if you like the activity of growing things, you just say you grow them. So, oh, I grow roses. Do you grow roses? Um, that's how you would talk about that. And then at the very end of a season, if you are growing plants in order to sell the plant or the seed, whatever part of it, or the fruit or the vegetable, um, you harvest it, okay? So if you are growing watermelons, you would harvest your watermelons. If you are growing corn, you would harvest your corn. If you harvest by hand, you still use the word harvest. Um, we would say with flowers that, you know, we harvest a lot of flowers every week. We might also just say that we cut a lot of flowers this week because when you go out to get flowers, you cut them. So, um, but generally we use the word harvest. Um, when you grow things, the area where you grow them is called a garden. Um, generally, there are a few different kinds of gardens, but a garden is a place where you have worked up the soil or you have worked up the ground so that you can grow different kinds of plants, okay? And this is something that has been happening for a very long time on this planet. Uh, let, me, uh, let me just get a sip of water for a sec. Um, I like Prabhu's joke in the chat, Bob is my teacher, not my uncle, because we have this English phrase, Bob's your uncle, but uh, I should make a t-shirt that says that. I never actually do that, do I? Um, if your garden is primarily filled with flowers, you might call it a flower bed, okay? So some people around their houses will have flower beds. Um, so they will basically plant different kinds of flowers outside of their house, and they will have a few different flower beds. Usually in North America, when you walk up to a house, there's usually a flower bed along the front of the house. Um, a person who likes to grow things is called a gardener. Um, so even if you um, just grow a few things, like one or two things, you are called a gardener. Um, if you uh, do it for fun, it is a hobby. So um, notice you can have a garden and you can like to garden. So it's both a noun and a verb. So you could say to someone, oh, do you garden? And they can say, oh yeah, every summer I garden. I have a huge garden. So notice there I use the word garden as a verb and as a noun, right? Oh, I love to garden. I garden all summer long. I have a huge garden. So the word works in two different ways. Um, you might have a specific type of garden called a vegetable garden. So this would be a garden where you don't grow flowers. Uh, you simply grow vegetables that you can eat. Um, and then you might have a flower garden. So um, flower bed and flower garden, somewhat similar, um, maybe a slight difference. A flower bed, you would look at the flowers 
a flower garden, you might cut the flowers and put them in a vase every once in a while. So yeah, slight difference. So slight difference. Um, let's see here. Um, I should do a few more questions. Yes, let me do that. Um, next question is from, oh, I got to get it on the screen, from Kyle Ferreira. Hello, Mr. Bob. Kyle from Brazil here. Do you plant vegetables on your farm or only flowers? Yes, only flowers. Uh, sometimes a little bit of vegetables just for the kids uh, so they can have the experience of growing something. Uh, Mojin. Hi, Bob. Do Canadian farmers rely only on rain for watering their plants or is there another way or source that they depend on besides rain? Thanks. So we irrigate our flowers. We water our flowers. Okay. So we have different types of ways that we can water our flowers. We do not water our large soybean crops or corn crops in my part of Canada. There are places where people do irrigate. So in English, when you irrigate, it means you put water on a crop. So you, you pump water and it sprays onto the crop. Um, we don't, many farmers in Ontario, Canada do not irrigate. It's called dry land farming because we usually get um, some, we usually get nice rains. So it just rained again a little bit this morning. So that was really nice. Natalia. What are the maintaining health plants called? Like chamomile, nettle, plantain. So we have herbal, uh, we have herbs um, and herbs are used for medicinal purposes. So we would call them medicinal plants or medicinal herbs, yes. Um, that is definitely what we would call them. Uh, next question is from Hung. Hello, Teacher Bob, how are you? What's your favorite tree? I really like really, really big oak or maple trees. Those would be my two favorite trees in the world, uh, oak or maple. Um, let me do two more questions and we'll get back to this, to the slides. Um, next question is from Ahmad. Hello. Hi, our beloved teacher. How can we differentiate between fruit and vegetables? Well, it gets a little tricky, but definitely anything that grows on a tree is fruit. Okay. So apples, peaches, apricots, all of those are fruit. If it comes from a tree, it is fruit unless it's a nut. <laughs> Sorry, I should, because things like almonds grow on trees and those are nuts. But definitely, if you are buying something that is fresh in the store, if it came from a tree, it is considered fruit. So oranges and those kinds of things. Vegetables usually grow on plants that are on the ground, although it gets a little tricky because I think tomatoes are actually a fruit. And I think strawberries are actually a fruit, but we get them mixed up ourselves in English a lot of times. Uh, next question, Henry from Taiwan. Hi, teacher Bob. Mango, a kind of fruit is in season and very popular in Asian countries. Uh, does teacher Bob like mango? Is it available in Canada? Thank you. Yes, I do like mango. And yes, it is available in Canada. It is a little pricey though, like it's a little bit expensive, um, probably because it comes on a boat all the way from your part of the world. Um, let's see here. Uh, we just looked at flower garden. Next slide. So we said that someone who grows things is a gardener. If you grow on a larger scale, if you have large pieces of land that you use to grow things, we would call you a farmer. Okay. If you grow things in order to sell them, and if that is your job in life, we would definitely call it, um, 
we would definitely call you a farmer. Uh, GB says, 400 people in the chat and only 100 likes. Come on, thanks for your time, Bob. Well, you're welcome, GB. And thanks for shouting me out in the chat and asking for likes. That's awesome. Um, let's see here. Um, Lolly Lolly says, strawberries. Yeah, I'm not sure if strawberries are fruit or vegetables. Uh, let me keep going, though. If you are good at growing things, if you can plant seeds and the plants grow and they just thrive like they do really, really well, uh, and you're just really good at growing things, we say you have a green thumb. If you buy a house plant and you remember to water it and you keep it alive, we would say that you have a green thumb. Um, so definitely, if you are good at growing things, your thumb's not actually green. We just say you have a green thumb. I would say that Jen has a green thumb, 100%. Uh, Jen has a green thumb. Um, and then once again, uh, if you have plants inside of your home or inside of your house, we would say it is a house plant. So it would be in a pot and it would be growing uh, in your house. Um, many Canadians have house plants because the winter is long and very cold and it's nice to have something green inside your house. Um, oh yes, plants that you don't want are called weeds. So we have uh, a lot of weeds that grow around our flowers. In fact, every day we go out and weed the flower beds. So we go out and we pull weeds. So weeds in our area are things like dandelions um, and other things that grow where we don't want them to grow. So definitely uh, pulling weeds, like going out and pulling weeds out of the ground is a very common activity on our flower farm for sure. Um, let's see here. Um, in order for plants to grow, they need nutrients. So there's a number of things that plants need to grow. One of the things they need is nitrogen. They also need phosphorus and they also need potassium. And in English, we call that NPK. Um, but there are different ways for plants to get nutrients. We might simply put fertilizer on them. So we might go to the store and buy a bag of fertilizer and we might put fertilizer uh, in the soil with our plants so that they have nutrients, so that they have nitrogen, so that they have phosphate and so that they have potassium. So that is one way that plants can get nutrients. Um, they might also, we might also use manure. On our farm, we use a combination of both. We use fertilizer that we buy from the uh, store but we also have manure from our sheep and goats. And so we put manure in our soil as well so that plants can have um, some uh, nutrients. Uh, and manure really helps plants grow. Uh, it does a lot more than just give them nutrients. It helps the soil hold moisture as well. Um, and then many people in North America in their backyard will have a compost pile and they will make compost. So when you take the parts of the food that you don't eat. So if you buy food and you don't eat the stems or certain leaves, we put all of that in the compost. So we would throw banana peels in the compost, orange peels in the compost. So when you peel a banana and you eat the inside, when you're done, you have the banana peel and we would throw that in the compost. And then over time, um, Prabhu is asking, what does manure mean? Manure is poop from animals. That's probably the best description. Um, and uh, compost is something that many North American families do. In fact, we have compost pickup 
here, believe it or not. So all of our compostable household waste, so things like banana peels, um, maybe when we're you're eating a loaf of bread, the last slice gets moldy or the food goes bad a little bit. That doesn't happen very often. We would put that into uh, the composter. Um, and of course, plants need water. That is a huge um, uh, <laughs> important thing that plants need. Uh, and then someone asked earlier about uh, whether we uh, irrigate here, but um, we usually hope for our larger crops that it just rains, that we get lots of rain. Uh, it's free water from the sky. Um, so Ashanafi is asking in the chat, how do you pronounce fertilizer? So fertilizer. So we buy a few bags of fertilizer and we put fertilizer onto our plants. Um, and then of course, plants need sunlight uh, in order to grow. Um, there is a process called photosynthesis. It's hard for me to say, but photosynthesis is the process where plants use sunlight in order to create energy and to grow. Um, let's see here. Um, Wahid says, I don't I see you don't pronounce the letter T in the word fertilizer. Oh yeah, so let me say that again. So if I say it slow, it's fertilizer. But when I say it quick, I say fertilizer, fertilizer. The T makes a D sound, doesn't it? Fertilizer, yeah, and that's pretty common. That's a common way to say fertilizer. Um, and plants need air as well. I think I forgot to mention that, but plants actually need uh, oxygen and carbon dioxide. Um, and there's pollination. So usually there are different kinds of insects and also things like bees that fly around and help uh, plants pollinate. So pollination is when, um, I can't explain the process in detail because I'm not a scientist, but uh, uh, plants will pollinate each other so that they can form seed. I think I forgot to mention, I can make the slides really big. I was gonna do that more today and I forgot. So there's a bee uh, for you to see on my big slide version of the presentation. Um, let me just check the time here. We're half an hour in. Let me do a few more questions. Let me get the next question ready. Um, and we'll go to members only chat in just a little bit as well. Rod VIP IDP from Brazil says, which is Jen's favorite flower and the easiest to plant, grow and take care of? Thank you. So a couple different things there. She loves peonies. She loves Lysianthus. When the dahlias grow well, she likes those as well. Uh, but again, it depends on which flower is the most popular and the one we can sell the most of. That has a factor as well. Um, I would say Lysianthus um, are the easiest to take care of, although they take a very, very long time to grow. Probably the easiest flower for us is uh, a sunflower. So it's one seed, it usually grows well, one flower, out the door, someone buys it. Uh, let's see here. Um, again, this one is not on topic, but I'll answer it for a sec. So generally try to keep the questions on topic on a Friday. Jerry from China. Good morning, sir. It's my first time watching your live stream. I just would like to know how to pronounce this thing or some sentences that have too, too many THs and S's. So this thing, so this thing, um, let me see. This thing is a cup. There you go. Anyways, let's get back to plant-based questions. Um, oh no, a question I don't know the answer to. Morning teacher, what's the national flower in Canada? Well, I know that in Ontario, our provincial flower is something called the trillium. It's a native species, um, but I actually don't know what the national flower of Canada is. Uh, 
Todd or Dave, can you guys do a quick Google search and let us know in the chat? Uh, what is the national flower of Canada? Uh, let's see here. Next question from Z. Z says, hi, Bob. I wonder, could you please speed up a bit? I guess all your followers must get improved thanks to your amazing lessons. Um, yeah, you know, the speed I go is just the speed I go. Um, there's no faster or slower. Um, it's just an hour of us talking about plant vocabulary and plant phrases. So um, I'm not going to speed up, although you could watch the lesson later and turn the speed higher. That might help, but I know it's more fun uh, to be here live as well. So um, no, I'm probably not going <laughs> to probably not going to speed up. Um, Hachi says, have you ever seen cherry blossoms in Japan? Are there these in Canada? So we have many varieties of trees that blossom in the spring. We do have cherry trees. I don't think they are the same variety as the cherry trees in Japan, but I have seen the cherry trees in uh, Washington, D.C. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I was in Washington, D.C. <laughs> many, many, many years ago, I saw the cherry trees that blossom there, and I'm pretty sure those cherry trees are from Japan. Um, maybe Brent can tell us. I don't know if Brent's an expert on American history. Um, so, Aliseshi. Hey, good morning, Bob. Thank you for your lessons. You're welcome. I wonder, how do you get rid of annoying worms in Canada? So, first of all, it depends on the worm. Generally, we like worms. Uh, if it is an earthworm, we really, really like earthworms. Um, earthworms are worms that... Um, live in the soil and they are actually really really good for the soil so I'm not sure if that's what you're talking about um, Todd the Canadian says the maple leaf is our floral emblem um, and then Dave the Canadian says I don't believe Canada has a national flower the maple leaf is the closest thing yes and then in Ontario it is the white trillium excellent um, so uh, let me go back to that question um, you might be talking about um, caterpillars so we do have caterpillars that are living in our trees right now and they will eventually become moths and there's no way to get rid of them you just hope that a bird or some other animal that likes eating them comes along at some point hey we're in members only chat mode right now so we'll do that for about 10 minutes or so if you are a member first of all thank you for supporting the channel um, and if you look to the chat you'll see that uh, people whose names are in green our members, you guys can ask questions freely in the chat uh, while I continue to teach. Uh, that is no problem. Um, I just need to check something for a sec. So give me a moment here. Um, I just have to double check where I am in my lesson. Oh yeah, not too bad. Okay, so things are going good. Um, let's see. So Lolly Lolly says, hi, American English with this guy. Thanks, Brent. Brent is us, an English teacher on YouTube as well. Um, if you don't know who he is, if you look in the chat, you'll see American English with this guy. Um, he sometimes does live streams before or after mine. I think he's doing one after this, so you should ask him about that uh, or just go to his channel and have a look. Um, let's see here. Uh, Marina says, thanks for talking Japan's cherry blossoms. Yes, um, I would love to go to Japan someday to see cherry blossoms, but I hear it's tricky that it's only for a few days. So you have, if you're trying to get there at the right time, it can be hard to, to get there. Uh, Brent says, I've heard the story that the cherry trees were a gift from Japan. There's a famous story about George Washington chopping down a cherry tree when he was a child. Yes, there are many American um, legends, myths, true stories, or who knows if they're true. I know there's a story about um, Johnny Appleseed planting apple trees all over the United States. I'm not sure. 
about that one as well. Um, and then Brent says, yes, there is a live stream right after this on my channel. So if you want to uh, dive into more English, if you have all day to learn English, head over to Brent's channel uh, after this one. Um, let me continue though with the lesson. Remember, if you are a member, you can ask questions right now in the chat and I'll be happy to answer them for sure. Um, let me see here. Um, when we water, when we irrigate plants, we usually use a sprinkler. Um, a sprinkler is something that you hook up to a garden hose and then water will spray onto the plants. Um, I won't go into a lot of detail. There are many ways to water plants. Um, there's sprinklers, there's soaker hoses, um, there's uh, huge commercial irrigation equipment. Um, there's just so many ways. Uh, you'll have to research this yourself. It's very specialized vocabulary. Um, Brent says, probably mostly myths. Yes, <laughs> it's hard sometimes when you're reading history stories. Um, Rod says, do any or all of your children are into planting and taking care of flowers as well? So not right now. They do like it, but I wouldn't say that they like it so much that they will be farmers someday. We'll let them make that choice. I do have a couple kids who really like animals, who really like cats and dogs. Um, so maybe someday they'll, uh, when someone likes animals, that's a good sign they might make a good farmer as well. Uh, let's see here. Um, and I want to say, to ha, oh, thanks Miha or Mija for joining uh, and becoming a member of the channel. Thank you very much for helping uh, to support me. Uh, oh, and Gila Olthoff says, a sprinkler is a fun thing for kids as well. I forgot that. Um, yes, sometimes we hook up the sprinkler. When our kids were a lot younger, sometimes we would hook up the sprinkler and they would put on their bathing suits and they would run through the sprinkler. So kids sometimes take the garden tool, the sprinkler, uh, and they use that to have fun. Uh, and then Mija says, what is compost for? When old food and other things decay, when they compost, they become good nutrients for the soil. So when you put all of your kitchen scraps or kitchen waste um, into a composter and then you turn it regularly, the next year you can put the compost on your garden and it will help the plants grow because it will give them nutrients. Um, let's see here. Next thing we have is a watering can. This is an older way uh, to water plants. And honestly, uh, we do not use a watering can very often at all because it would take way too long to water everything. Uh, definitely, we don't use one <laughs> that much. Uh, let me just um, let me just pop a few more questions on the screen here. Next question is from Ario. Hola, Mr. Bob. No questions today. I'm listening. You used my speaker. There you go. Thank you for being here. Uh, next question is from Bernadette from Belgium. Hello, Bob. Is there a difference between to bloom and to blossom? So you're, you should research this yourself, but here is what how I would understand it. Um, when a, a flower blooms, it opens up. When a tree has small flowers, we would call them a blossom. Okay. So when you grow something like roses, we wouldn't call them blossoms. We would call them, you know, the roses are blooming. Oh, look at this bloom. If you have a cherry tree or even like a raspberry bush, they would have small blossoms on them. Okay, so slight difference. Um, but I would look it up because I could be wrong on that. Madi says, Bob, do you walk on thorns when you were a child? Um, no, but I will say this behind my house, 
there are many, many trees with thorns, big thorns. I think I show them in one of my videos. I can't remember which one. Uh, and we used to play down there when I was a kid. And my brothers and sisters and I, sometimes we would get stuck by a thorn. And they are big thorns. They're like this long, the thorns on those trees. Um, let me get to the next question, though. Let's see here. Um, so James Yao, hi, Bob. Do trees in Canada have lots of canopy covers? So when you have many, many trees and the tops of the trees all connect, we call that a canopy. So when you walk out in the forest, all of the tops of the trees above you are called a canopy. So um, we have some forests near us. Um, if I want to go for a walk, I can go for a walk out in the forest. And then it's really nice because there's such a huge canopy uh, in the forest that there's lots of shade. So that is very, very nice uh, to have. Uh, let me see here. Um, next question. Nick from Russia. Hello, Bob. How have you been? I've been good. My question is, what is your favorite flower or plant? My favorite plant is usually any kind of large tree. My favorite flower is definitely uh, peony. Um, Ildar from Bashkortostan. I have to look that up later and find out where that is. Hi, Bob. What is the second national plant in Canada after the maple tree? I don't know, but we are definitely a country filled with trees. Um, so we have maple trees, we have pine trees, spruce trees, um, oak trees, ash trees. There are so many trees in Canada. Uh, next question from Ruben Nunez. Hello from Brazil, Bob. What kind of plant is mostly used for teas in Canada and what tea is your favorite? Thanks. So as far as I know, we do not grow tea in Canada. I think all of the tea that we drink is imported from Southeast Asia. Um, I don't know if we have the right climate to grow tea. I will need to check um, whether there is some small places in Canada, but generally all of the tea I drink is from somewhere where most of you are from. So um, let's see here. Um, Brent says, do you use the term hitchhikers? Those little ball things that Velcro that stick to your clothing when you walk in the woods. I wonder if that's just something we say in the US. We call them burrs. So when you walk out, you get burrs. And then we also call them, uh, we also sometimes call them Klingons. That's kind of a funny new term uh, because they cling to you. So we, I know that's from Star Trek. We call them Klingons. <laughs> or at least I do sometimes. Um, okay, I'm not the expert Sharif Hatu, but the question is, hello, teacher Bob. Interesting subject. My question is, in Canada, do they consider tomatoes fruits or vegetables? We consider it a vegetable, but I think technically it's a fruit. Like if you go and get a, a hamburger and you want to have some lettuce and tomato on it, we would call it vegetables. That there's, there's vegetables on your burger. But technically, I believe it is actually a fruit. Um, Chintana, could you please give me some English words of gardening equipment? Thank you. For gardening equipment. Yes. In fact, let's... Not sure if those slides are up next, um, but let's uh, let's do that for a sec. Um, let me answer Sam's question first, though. Hi, Teacher Bob. What kind of flower are you used to giving mothers in Mother's Day? Is it carnation? So Mother's Day, usually you give carnations or uh, mums, which I think are chrysanthemums. Um, generally not roses. Roses are considered a romantic flower. So generally roses are something you would give someone on Valentine's Day. 
And then on Mother's Day, you would be more likely to give your mom uh, something like a mum. Yeah, chrysanthemum. And sometimes potted and sometimes a bouquet. So sometimes you actually give them the plant in a pot. Uh, and sometimes you give it as a bouquet. Uh, let me see here. Um, oh yeah, I was going to see if we had some gardening equipment. Uh, so if you need to use water in the garden, you will use a garden hose. So it is just a hose, but it's specially made for a garden because all of the ends are the same. So no matter where you buy a garden hose, you can connect it to your garden hoses. So a garden hose is a specific type of hose that many people in North America have in their backyard. Um, usually it's hanging outside of their house in the summer uh, and they have a tap on the outside of their house and they can use their garden hose. Uh, let's see here. Me Ja says, I wonder how we can differentiate normal weed and weed as in marijuana. Yeah, so it's really just the context of the sentence, right? So if someone says, um, you know, oh, I'm gonna go out to my garden, uh, there's just lots of weeds, you know that they are talking about weeds, <laughs> like plants that are growing in the wrong spot. Although if someone's going out and they say that they're going to buy weed, then obviously they're not talking about weeds in the garden. So it's really just context. That would be uh, the difference there. Um, let me just check something here. So this is kind of a weird thing. I always find, but sometimes people buy soil. So even though we live in a world where everywhere you go, there is soil, um, there is something called potting soil that you can buy uh, from the store. So you can go to the store in North America uh, and you can buy potting soil and you can use this to put plants into pots. Sometimes people do what's called container gardening. So they grow things in pots. Um, uh, Brent says, I was in Canada during the last Remembrance Day. I love how many Canadians will wear poppies on their heart. Yes, so on Remembrance Day, in order to remember veterans from different wars, we will wear a poppy on our heart. Um, next, oh yes, so here we go. A hoe is something that you use to work up the soil. Um, we have several different hoes on our farm. Um, a hoe is something that you can use to get weeds out of the soil, or you can use a hoe to prepare the ground. Uh, so that you can plant things in it. Uh, let me turn chat back to normal. Thank you again so much to all of my, um, wait, where am I clicking here? There we go. Thank you so much to everyone who is a member. Many of you are starting to get your three or four month crown. So thank you for being a member for that long. Uh, and then if you are new here, um, please consider at least subscribing. There's a button right here. Um, let me see if I'm pointing in the right spot. Uh, and then if you do want to support me, please do consider uh, supporting me by clicking the join button. Uh, that's your decision though. Um, let's see here. Samuel Chen says, hi, Bob, I am late. Great to see you. Well, welcome Samuel to the chat. Uh, and then uh, let's, uh, let's kind of keep going here so that we can finish this lesson uh, on the hour. We got about 10 minutes left. Um, we also have pruners. Uh, one sec here, okay. Uh, pruners are something that you use to cut parts off of a plant. So if you have an apple tree and you are an apple farmer, usually you prune the tree in the spring. Um, you remove the branches that you don't want. You also use pruners to harvest things. So when we go out to harvest flowers, when we go out to cut flowers, we use pruners. Okay. And it always has an S on the end. Okay. Um, 
I guess you could say a pruner, but we almost always say pruners. I think it's more like scissors. You just always say scissors and we always say pruners. Have you seen the pruners? I need some pruners. Um, oh, I went to cut flowers, but I forgot to take my pruners. Yeah, I think it always has an S on the end. Uh, Brent, does it always have an S? Pruners, I think it does. Yeah, maybe if you can... Uh, I don't actually know. It's it, This is my confused face. I don't actually know. I, th I think it's always pruners. Um, let's go to the next one here. Uh, wheelbarrow. A wheelbarrow is a very, very common uh, thing for gardeners to have. It is such a handy tool. I always think... Uh, <laughs> Deekshant says, petition for tomatoes. They should be considered fruit. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure they are fruit. I'm pretty sure they are. And they're yummy. I do like them. Um, a wheelbarrow is a very, very common uh, thing to see in a garden. Um, and what I was saying was um, I should someday figure out who invented the wheelbarrow because it is an amazing device. It lets you move way more than you could carry. So I can only carry about 50 pounds. But with a wheelbarrow, I can fill a wheelbarrow and I can just drive it somewhere. It, it is... Uh, I don't know, whoever invented the wheelbarrow thousands of years ago, whenever it was invented, um, that is just, it is just an amazing, amazing tool. It's a very cool one. Um, let's see here. Um, obviously, you are familiar with this. It is a, called a shovel or spade. There are slight differences between what is considered a shovel and what is considered a spade. I use the same word for both. Anything I use to dig in the ground I am going to call it either a shovel or spade. So I will say to Jen, have you seen the shovel? Have you seen the spade? Um, I need to go dig up some dahlia tubers. I need to dig up some stuff. Where's the shovel? Where's the spade? So we would use that definitely interchangeably. Um, let me see here. Um, gonna do a few more questions. Let me see if I can get, I'm just gonna check my question list for a sec. I wanna see how far I am. Um, that would be cool. Oh. Okay, let me do a lot of rapid questions here for a bit. Um, let's see here. I should put the next question up. Um, Fan An Zhuan, what do you, I call plants which are often put inside or outside of a house to make the house nicer? I mean to decorate the house. Thanks. So plants that you put around the house outside that you plant in the ground, we call bedding plants. Okay. So often in the spring in my part of Canada, people will go and buy small bedding plants and they will, they'll come in small pots and then they'll take them out of the pot and plant it in the ground. In the house, there's two things you might have in the house. You might have house plants, which are plants that you put in pots, or you might have a bouquet of flowers. So you might have what we would call cut flowers. So flowers where they've cut them and you buy the flowers and you put them in a vase. So you might have house plants or you might have cut flowers or a bouquet. Um, next question is from Sultan. Hi, Mr. Bob, can you give us the kind of flowers that live above 40 degrees? When it gets that warm, nothing that we grow does well. So I don't know any plants that can survive those kinds of temperatures. Uh, that would be really, really, really warm. Um, next question. Uh, Elizu says, what fruit don't you have in your region and you would like to have? So a little few corrections there. Um, we don't grow bananas in Canada. We don't grow oranges. We don't grow grapefruits. Uh, we don't grow kiwis, although you kind of can. Um, in Canada, we have trouble growing a lot of the um, 
what you would call uh, tropical fruits because we're just not tropical at all. Um, and But I have to say, because we live close to the United States, we get many of those types of fruit from Florida or from California. So pineapples, bananas, and all those kinds of things. Bananas actually though, mostly don't come from the US. Most of our bananas come from South America uh, and other parts of the world. Um, next question. Marco says, hi, Bob, what is the most common vegetable in Canada, like the one that most people plant in their home garden, in a home garden? I would say cucumbers, beans, like green beans, cucumbers, people tend to grow um, sweet corn, um, technically not a vegetable, probably a grain, but sweet corn. Um, let me see what else would be very common. And then just things like lettuce, uh, cabbage, uh, and those types of things. So um, that would be the, the most common. Um, let me see here. Oh, here's a good question. Simbat Dasanova. Thank you for your explanations. Which of the flowers bloom first and last on your farm? The very first things to bloom in my part of Canada are daffodils. Uh, and the very last things to bloom are almost everything that starts blooming late summer until the first frost comes along and then things do tend to die off. So um, basically, Canada's growing season is limited by the fact that winter comes and as soon as it starts to freeze, everything stops growing. So there are many things that are still growing in the fall. There are many flowers we are still harvesting in the fall and then eventually it gets too cold and everything dies. So the difference, Huang Vo, hi Bob, what's the difference between crop and harvest? So the crop is the um, all of the plants in the field you would say, oh, that's a pretty good crop out there. Oh, we should harvest that crop tomorrow. So harvest is the activity of gathering the crop, whether you do it by hand or whether you use a machine. Um, so when you look at a field, you are seeing the crop. When you go out to take the crop, you are harvesting the crop. So that is the difference. Um, David Tom, hello, teacher Bob. How do you protect your flowers from insect pest? We don't spray for insects. Um, we don't spray uh, hardly at all. We do spray a little bit for fungus. But the way we protect from insects is we grow our flowers in different parts, uh, on different parts of the farm every year. Um, and then we grow lots. So some of our flowers, when we go to harvest, some of the flowers have insect damage, but we just harvest the ones that don't. Um, let me see here. Um, Idris says, hi, Bob, what is northeast or west face window flowers? If you could explain, please. So I don't know exactly the types of flowers, but what I will say is here we have house plants that do better in a north facing window because they don't like sunlight because I'm in the northern hemisphere. The windows on the north side of my house get less sunlight than the windows on the south outside as well. We have plants that we plant on the northwest or northeast side of a building because they like shade. We grow lots of hostas and we grow them on the northeast side of our barn so that they can be in the shade most of the time. Hey, Panthera Nori is back. Hi, Panthera. Welcome back to the lesson. Sorry, we're almost done though, but uh, I hope you're, did you go to a job site, right? You went to do a work job site inspection or something? Very cool. Um, Next question from Ruslan. Hello, dear teacher Bob. Best wishes from Russia. Do you grow strawberries on your farm? Is this plant popular in Canada? Yes, 
It is very popular. No, we do not grow them. We could. Our farm has all of the right conditions to grow strawberries, but we don't. We just grow flowers. But it is currently strawberry month. So strawberries are only available for about three weeks locally. We can buy them in the grocery store year round because strawberries come from the state of California. Thanks, Brent. Brent's country feeds my country in the winter, just so you know. Um, but right now you can buy local strawberries. So our fridge has a huge flat of local strawberries and they are, they are awesome. Uh, let's see here. Um, next question is from Mimi. Hi, Teacher Bob. I had field training one week. Today I come back to my home. I have some questions. What plants do you grow at your farm? So we grow so many plants, it's hard to list them. Really quickly, we grow soybeans, corn, hay, uh, and sometimes wheat on the larger fields and in the flower fields we grow sunflowers and peonies and zinnias and lisianthus and many other types of flowers um, manami has the next question what is compost for compost is for amending the soil um, so that plants have nutrients so when you put compost into the soil it makes the soil better it has good nutrients and it holds moisture better for plants um, hey, I better get back to the slides for a sec. There are two kinds of plants that we have in Canada. We have plants that are annuals. So if you say that a sunflower is an annual, it means that you plant the seed, it grows for one growing season, and then it produces seed, and then it dies. Okay, so an annual, you can see the word, if you're French, it has the word en or année, right? An annual lasts for one year, then it dies, and then the next year, um, if you plant the seeds, it will grow again. A perennial comes up every year. So there are some plants in Canada that are perennials, where even though it is winter and the plant is under the snow, the next spring, the plant grows again out of the ground. So annuals need to be planted every year. Perennials just continue to grow every year no matter what. And I think that was the last slide. Let me just, uh, let me just do a few more questions uh, because I think I might be able to get through most of the questions. Let's see how that goes. Um, let me go question slide. Antonio, Jose, hi Bob, I'm from Brazil. What fruit is the most popular in Canada and what kind of seed the farmers usually plant in the soil or harvest and after to sell them? Um, most popular fruit in my area is whatever is in season. When you say something is in season, it means they are currently harvesting it. So we love sour cherries, sweet cherries, apricots, peaches, nectarines, apples, pears. Those are all really, really, really tasty fruits in our area. Um, Olga says, do you dig up dahlias for winter? Yes, it is one of the last jobs we do on the farm and it is hard to do. We have to use a shovel or spade and we do dig up all of our dahlias in the winter. Let's see here. Um, quick update. Leo asks, hello from China, Bob. I like your videos so much. How is COVID-19 in Canada now? We are in phase two. We are allowed to do some things. The number of cases has flattened, but I'm worried that it might go up again. I hope it doesn't. Um, Andrew, what is your favorite color for plants? I love any kind of orange flower. So I like marigolds because they have orange flowers. Um, but uh, yeah, and then I like green, of course. I like it when the world turns green. 
Um, let's see here. Angel Sanchez. Hello, Teacher Bob. I wonder what word to use when a plant dies because of lacking of water or is under a lot of or is under a lot of fun. I'm not sure about the fun part, but <laughs> if a plant dies from lack of water, we just simply say that we're having a drought uh, and that the plant died from lack of water. That, that would be exactly how we would describe it. But when we have a long stretch of dry weather, eventually we call it a drought. And then sometimes plants start to die and it's not very nice. Um, next question is from Louise Lege. Louise from Brazil, good morning. How do you keep your garden flowers in the winter? So like I said, with dahlias or anything that has a tuber or bulb underground, we dig up. Everything else just dies and we plant them again the next year. We do have a bed of perennials though. We have a perennial bed. Uh, Mija in the chat says, it is my first time to join your live channel. It is awesome. Thank you so much. You are very, very welcome. Uh, let's see here. Oh, Abel. Hi, Bob. How old is your farm? I don't know. Um, my parents lived here. Um, I grew up here. There was many, many farmers who owned this land before me. And then if you go back far enough, it might have even been um, a place where some uh, First Nations people grew food. So I don't know how old uh, this place is. Um, let me see here. I think that was the last question. Was that the last question? Yes, I did all the questions. I'm always happy when I do all the questions. Hey, thank you so much for watching. If you are new here, don't forget to click that subscribe button. I'm having trouble pointing at it. I'm Bob the Canadian. I teach English here on YouTube. Um, if you are interested, I'm pretty sure Brent's doing a live stream on his channel, which is American English with this guy. Uh, thank you all for being here and for learning a little bit. Thank you uh, overwhelmingly to my supporters who have clicked that join button. All of the people, uh, who have their names in green. I see Angelica Werner had a question in the chat. Where do they grow wine in Canada? So they grow grapes close to me. They also grow grapes out west in British Columbia. And there's one place out east. But it's that's a very unique climate is required to grow grapes. Anyways, Bob the Canadian, thank you so much for watching this little English lesson about plants. I hope you learned a lot. There will be English subtitles automatically generated uh, later today. If you do need to re-watch parts of this, Otherwise, I will see you tomorrow with another live stream. By the way, we are drawing the names for whoever won the contest from earlier in June today. And I will be announcing the winners on Monday. Okay, so I'm going to draw the names today and email the winners. Uh, and they need to respond. And then I will announce who won the free English lessons with Bob the Canadian. Anyways, thanks, Todd. Thanks, Dave. Thanks to everyone who is here. I'm Hi, Bob the Canadian here. Thank you for listening to this English podcast lesson. If you would like to support me in the work that I do as an online English teacher, please visit patreon.com slash bobthecanadian.